What is happening? Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to the Hook Rocks, the ultimate rock community podcast. I'm your host, Jay Scott. Once again, taking you on another journey into music. That's kind of silly, but anyway. Uh, Don't forget, we are part of the Pantheon Podcast Network. You can follow them on Pantheon Pods on Twitter, Pantheon Podcast on Facebook, the website is pantheonpodcast.com, a bunch of great music podcasts, music-related podcasts. Happy to be part of the family, as I always say, but check it out. There's something for everybody on there. It's a lot of different uh, different types of styles and approach to podcasts and just different topics and different platforms that uh, people have. So Check that out. I know you'll enjoy it. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Follow us wherever you do podcasts. And make sure you set your app to automatic download so you get all the latest and greatest Hook Rocks podcast right onto your phone. Like, pow, bam, boom. It's there. Sometimes we drop these episodes late at night. When you wake up in the morning, you're heading to work. You pop in the podcast, the latest Hook Rocks podcast. And you will have a better day just as a result of you listening. If you listen to it on the way home, it gives you a chance to reflect with the smooth sounds of the hook rocks. So check it out. I hope you do enjoy. Write us some feedback. Give us a review. If you are so inclined, we always appreciate the feedback. Some great episodes. We are ending the month of September, one of our best months ever. So thank you for all of that. Uh, just some great episodes, great podcasts this month. The last one we did with the warning, Daniela, Paulina, and Alejandra has just exceeded all possible expectations I had for a podcast. The First of all, the episode was just great with the infectious enthusiasm that each member of the band, The Warning, has uh, it was just incredible just to hear their take on things, talk about their creative process for their new EP, Mayday, out Friday, October 8th. It, is, uh, it was just a pleasure to talk with them. 
very talented, uh, a band that I predict will never rest on their laurels. They'll never rest on what they've done. They are going to continue to push themselves every opportunity they have, and they look forward to it. And as they grow as artists and as musicians, I, I look forward to seeing the evolution of the warning and the song so far from the EP that I've heard. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. They talk about the writing process. They talk about recording in New Jersey away from their home for months during the pandemic. It's a really interesting interview. Very interesting perspective from each of them. I hope you do enjoy it. I, well, I know you've been enjoying it because the feedback has been overwhelming and thank you for that. That is uh, uh, just a very humbling to see how many people have listened to the episode because it, you know, it's the it's the warning. I mean, they've got a huge international following for a young band. It's just absolutely incredible. So, thank you for tuning in and listening. Thank you to the band for visiting the Hook Rocks on our one hundredth new music spotlight, which. Uh, was a very special, uh, very special guest for them to be on. That was a perfect guest to have on for that type of episode. And as if you've been visiting my Twitter feed and some of my Facebook feeds, we've been celebrating some of the bands that we've had on over the last two plus years. Everyone from our first guest, Lachinga, second guest, Griffin Tucker, to other bands like Dirty Honey and Joyous Wolf, The Dead Deads, Abby Keg, The Cold Stairs, just an out, uh, outstanding catalog of new artists and bands that we've been showcasing for you. And, you know, we love doing it. We love having bands on, and it gives them a chance to tell their story, to tell their journey into rock and roll, what influenced them, what makes each guy tick, what makes the bands tick, where the bands are going. And I, I love it. I'm, I'm so excited to do it because it really does mean a lot in in my own hopes for rock and roll's future. You know, getting people to listen to new music and kind of you know change that uh, idea. I know that people my age, you know, that are in the demographic, you know, that we're not the demographic that people worry about because a lot of us are pretty much set in stone. But if you do anything with the new music that you are hearing. And you've got kids, you've got nieces and nephews or whatever. Play the music in front of them. Even if they don't seem like they're paying attention, just keep playing it. And soon it will turn. It will definitely turn, I guarantee it. And when you do see it turn, it'll be really exciting. I experienced it with my own son, the Youth Rocks. And, you know, he's he's a full-fledged rock and roll member now. So it took a bit, but you just keep playing it. And it becomes familiar to them. They start to gravitate towards it. And before you know it, they're listening to it. And they're listening to the, to the new stuff. My son is really entrenched with all the new bands that he listens to. He's always showing me new stuff that he's discovered, you know, whether it's The Pumps or whether it's Hunted by Elephants, whomever. They're, he's just got a, a really good grasp on what's good and... He likes sharing it, so I always get that kind of dynamic, too, as well. But uh, tonight's episode is kind of a double review of a band's album and live performance. A band that has just been absolutely incredible with their new release, Tell Your Girls It's All Right. 
Um, the band is the Dead Deads. I got a chance to speak with two members this year. Uh, Meta Dead, who I recently interviewed, the singer and guitar player, and the bass player, Daisy, Daisy Dead. I interviewed, I want to say back in the late spring, or late winter, early spring, I should say. Uh, both uh, interviews were, were tremendous, and the music is just fantastic. Uh, Tell Your Girls It's All Right is, is really about you know, in, in my view about empowerment and about a perspective that they have on what's been happening and where their place is. And something interesting that Meta said in the interview is, you know, it's time to move on from labels. It's time to move on. And I'm, and I'm just as guilty of it. You know, women in rock, women lead singers, women guitar players, they just want to be known as rock stars. And it's been echoed by members of The Damn Truth, um, other members that I've interviewed too as well, in terms of on the female side of rock. And again, you know, I, I, I do it just as much as everyone else does it. But, you know, we knew the trailblazers were like Janis Joplin and Grace Slick and Stevie Nicks, Pat Benatar, and Wilson, you know, they laid the groundwork for what it has to become, but that was you know, a few decades ago, and I think it's time to just merit them as who they are. They're people, and they're rock stars. Moving forward, I think that's what we should do, and I think it's, you know, they're, they're telling us what they want. They don't want to be labeled. They don't want to be separated, so I think if you want to check out that interview with Meta, uh, please do. It's a great interview and wide-ranging conversation. As far as the album goes, it is fantastic. I know they were going to release this, I believe, earlier than they did. And there were a couple delays, I believe. But it is definitely well worth the wait. Um, One of my favorite albums of the year. It is a very diverse album. That's the first thing that kind of jumps out at me as I listen to it and as I absorb it. It is a mixture of grunge and punk and hard rock, there's a little bit of a of a of a Kiss influence in there, and a Melvin's influence, and you know some grungy stuff like Four Non Blondes. It it really it really merges a lot of different types of styles into one, and it gets the dead dead sound, which is fantastic. And one of the things that was really important in one of the interviews I did with them was how they took their time this time and really focused on not rushing to put music out. And they had the benefit of just relaxing and being focused and making sure they weren't putting out something too quickly. And the quality shows because it's a stellar album. It really is. It's sonically produced very well. Um, you know, some of the songs that, uh, I enjoy, of course, are the singles that have been released like deal with me and murder ballad Two, first tooth, along with other songs like sea beast dead inside, wait and see love cure for life. Cure for life is a really good song. Uh, thinkers and prayers. I do love too. So check that out. Uh, tell your girls it's all right. It's one of the Great albums of 2021, and it will not disappoint. So 
Uh, it's available on their website, and uh, I think that's the deaddeads.com. You can order it there. You can get the CD. You can get merchandise, get the vinyl. I picked up the vinyl and the CD at the show, so I've really gotten into this vinyl kick now. Now that I'm communicating kind of offline with some people I've met uh, through Twitter, uh, my appetite for vinyl has grown and grown in large part because of a few individuals that I talk to, but it's all good. Uh, it's it's kind of like artwork that you purchase. And it's got music with it too as well. So if you're thinking about purchasing some vinyl and you're kind of on the fence over the last couple of years, purchase a few of them. You know, go to a show and purchase the vinyl. It's it's um, It kind of takes you back to when you were younger and you had that piece of music in your hand and you were enjoying it. And it was part of the experience with listening to the music. I find reliving that every time I buy a physical piece. And it's, it's really a chance to enjoy the music on another level. Speaking of another level, let's talk their live show at the House of Blues, September 19th, opening up for Candlebox, House of Blues, Chicago. A uh, phenomenal show. Again, I did not know what to expect. They're a three-piece band. I love their music on the studio album. Was not sure or did not know what to expect in terms of a live performance. And they were fantastic. They were great. They really captivated the audience. They really put on a great show. And for three members, three a three-piece band, they are phenomenal live. Walked into the show, grabbed some dinner beforehand, and went with a friend of mine, got into the show. Um, we were up in a box at the House of Blues, and I walked in. There was another individual in there who I did not know, and who I thought I did not know. And we kind of sat down, and I said, hey, you know what? To my friend, let's go to the merch table before the show starts. So we went to the merch table. It's where I got everything. I came back, and I walked in, and... The guy that was in there goes, hey, well, you got the music from the right band. And I looked at him, I go, yeah, right. I'm like, yeah, I like, I love these guys. So I sit down and we start chatting, start talking. And I'm, you know, looking at him. I look down at his shirt and I'm like, wait a minute. Are you one of the hosts for a podcast I listen to? And it had the logo for the itch rock radio, and podcast. And it was Aaron, who is one of the co-hosts of the show. They had three hosts on the show. One of my favorite podcasts. It's a really cool um, conversation they have whenever they do an episode. And we got to talking, and, you know, it was great to put a a face to a name. And it was very, it made the experience, made the concert so much more enjoyable to actually meet someone that you're communicating. Because we just communicated, like, that morning online on dm through twitter because we've been talking about doing an episode together and i had no idea he was going to be at the show and sure enough uh we had a, we had a nice chat it was a good time and thankful for that because like i said they're they're one of my favorite podcasts if you haven't checked them out the itch rock and radio podcast uh you can find them on itchrocks.com and you know follow them on twitter i think it's at itchrocks so uh but yeah, just a pleasant dude, great dude, and uh, happy that we finally got a chance to to meet and chat. Because 
it did make the show a lot more enjoyable because we were both digging it. We were both into it. They played about seven, eight songs. Most of the stuff was from the new album. And they delivered. They absolutely delivered. It was a great show, great atmosphere. Uh, truth be told, uh, I was there primarily to see them, as was Aaron, because I think we checked out a song or two from Candlebox and we left. Not that I don't like Candlebox. I, I love their album, their first album when I was younger. Uh, but it was Sunday night, and I wanted to get out of there. So that was, you know, that was my, you know, because I live about 40 minutes away. You know, House of Blues is in in the city of Chicago at Marina Towers, and I'm out in the burbs. So, you know, I got to work the next morning, which uh, which is important. But we we definitely took in the Dead Dead show. It was a great show. I have to tell you, it's cool to see the unique personalities of the band. Uh, and that is really defined. I mean, you've got McQueen dead who comes out the drummer in this black leather jacket, you know, too cool for school, takes the jacket off, gets behind the drums and she wails, wails. And I, I was so impressed by her drumming. I mean, she's coming off the seat half the time when she's drumming because she's just pounding away at those drums. And she really, she really is the backbone of the band uh, in terms of where that sound, that unique dead, dead sound comes from. And Daisy dead, who I interviewed very pleasant, very awesome person, uh, fantastic bass player. And you know, she adds another element of like this fun, carefree element on stage. You know, she's, She's um, she just has that dynamic, you know. When you take the rhythm section, you've got McQueen, you've got Daisy. They really just are like the yin and the yang, and it works um, with their approach and their style, with you know their their personalities. And then of course Meta, you know, who's the guitar player, who's got those hooks and the tone that she has that is also part of the of the sound of the Dead Dads. And an incredible voice and an incredible stage presence. They all do. They all have unique personalities, but they're a band. They're, they're very in tune with each other. They're very in sync with each other. But they also have a lot of uniqueness about them individually, which is really cool. Um, it kind of reminds me, and I hate to say it, but it does kind of remind me of the personalities in KISS. You know, when, when you look at Ace Frehley and Peter Chris and Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons, when they were in their prime in the 70s, they all were a great band, but they all had unique personalities. And it's very, I, you know, I don't want to say similar, but it has elements of that style of they're all, you know, they're, they're a band is one, but they're very identifiable uh, for each other, if that makes sense. But the performance was awesome. Really enjoyed hearing the music that uh, was on the new album and it was a, a very enjoyable show. And I know they're doing a big tour this fall, continuing with Candlebox. I do hope you do get out and see them and go to one of their shows because they do put on a great performance. One of the better performances I've seen this year. I've been to a lot of shows now and they deliver live. They absolutely do. I keep saying this in a lot in, on recent episodes because I've been doing more reviews over the last month or so. And I got to tell you, when I think of the new bands that I've seen, which are more than like legacy artists that are touring, um, 
I mean, just this past year, God, I mean, I mean, that's I, I can't really compare it to anything else. But just this past year, I've seen Dirty Honey, I've seen Joyous Wolf, I've seen The Black Moods, I've seen The Dead Deads, I've seen them Dirty Roses, I've seen Mammoth. Trying to think who else. I'm, I, may, I may be forgetting somebody, but the Struts, uh, Nick Nick Perry. It's awesome to see these new bands, and it's awesome to see their unique approach to music because not one of those bands sounds like one another, and they all have got different styles. They've all taken from the past, and they've created their own unique style, which is really cool. And the Dead Deads, phenomenal live. They put on a kick-ass performance that I hope you all get a chance to check out because they're a great new band. I know they've been around for a few years, but they're new to a lot of people because a lot of people aren't listening to rock. So if you need an album to check out that I think you'll like, if you like those elements that I talked about, the grungy punk rock element or influence, I should say, check out Tell Your Girls It's All Right by the Dead Deads and... Go check them out on tour with Candlebox. You will definitely enjoy it. And hopefully they come back to Chicago and do in their own show at a gig, at a club or at a small you know theater or something like that because they are phenomenal. They put on a great performance, and I know their audience is growing, and this album is going to be huge for them. I just believe that because the songs are too good and the, the music is too good. The band is phenomenal live, and I firmly believe whatever is good will be found at some point, and I think it's coming soon for them. So, But yes, that is the final episode for September 2021, my Dead Deads concert review at the House of Blues on September 19th in Chicago, and the album review, or my thoughts on the album, Tell Your Girls It's All Right. Go check them out. Go see them. Go buy their album. Stream their music. Support new music. Play new music for your kids. Come on, people. There's The music is too good right now with these young bands for you to just be old and grumpy and get off my lawn type of attitude. So make sure your kids are listening to rock music and inject some fun in your life and miss, listen to new music as well i'm jay scott this is the hook rocks the ultimate rock community podcast thank you for a great september and we'll talk soon
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 